Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with author and founder Kat Newport. She is the author of Smart Conflict, Turning Disputes into Growth Opportunities, and founder of Oculus Inc., serving as a dynamic force in leadership evolution, conflict coaching, and personal awareness. With a fervent commitment to using conflict as a catalyst for growth and innovation, she empowers individuals and organizations to thrive. Her charismatic approach, anchored in authenticity, resiliency, and momentum, is shaped by her long career in national director, level leadership. She's got quite a story. Enjoy. Well, hey, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. And I want to begin our conversation with, we're coming up on the four-year anniversary of this pandemic we've all survived. How did you get through it and how did it change you? So looking back in the pandemic, I think I was in a really good position. I was working with an organization and I had a position where I was deemed essential. Um, so I was able to continue working from home. I was able to continue working. So uh, it didn't impact me the way it impacted a, a huge a number of folks across um, across the globe. So I was really privileged in that regard. But uh, yeah, it definitely gave me a new perspective on what I wanted to do with myself and what I wanted to do with my career. I like to term myself a, a recovering executive. I jumped into entrepreneurship um, a just over a year ago now. Uh, so it was once the pandemic was over, it was one of the things I definitely wanted to pursue was something that was a little more satisfying. So let's get to the essence of what you do do right now. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders and it's career day. And one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Making it nice and simple. I help folks live better lives. Okay. I help folks and support folks explore what they want to do to make themselves more um, satisfied and happier and drive forward. So I do that in a couple of different ways. Um, I deal with um, leaders and entrepreneurs and I help coach them to the next level, whatever that next level is for them. I help organizations deal with conflicts through mediation and conflict coaching. So uh, yeah, I, I, I help people reach the the levels that they want to reach. So what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? Um, I think there were two things on board. One of them was an archaeologist. It was, I'm, I'm dating myself here, but it was definitely the height of the Indiana Jones thing. So, um, <laughs> so one of them was definitely an archaeologist. Yeah. And the other, I was a prolific writer even when I was little. So definitely becoming a writer was on the list of things to do eventually. So yeah. So let's peel back the layers here a little bit and find out how you you know became an entrepreneur and, and your previous life before this. Let's go back to where you were born and raised and what were the seeds that were put into you? What was kind of the career trajectory up to now? Now, um, I've always been a go-getter. I see an opportunity floating by on the current and I kind of kind of grab it. So uh, very, very early on, I got introduced to an industry. And once I got into that industry, I just took the next level and then I took the next level and then I took the next level. When I finally left the corporate world, I was operating at a national directorship level, dealing with two different business lines and risk management. Um, in organizational development and quality assurance. So, you know, there was always that hunger to take it to the next level. Let's get to the essence of, of who's inspired you, and I'll do it this way. We're, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Best advice I've ever gotten? Um, 
grab those opportunities when they float by because they may never come around again. Uh, and I think that's something that I've uh, I, I've definitely lived by throughout my career. It's like, oh, that's new. Oh, that's new. Oh, that's different. Can I do that? Let's try. Um, uh, yeah. So, so that's I think the best one of the best piece of advice is what pieces of advice I have ever gotten. So, navigating people through kind of the business world, what's your favorite business model? Favorite business success story out there? I really love the entrepreneurial mindset and I worked in big corporate and, you know, it's, it's a whole different kind of, kind of thing, but I really love, uh, they, they call it a unicorn story, right? But I really love that, that pull yourself up by the bootstraps, you know, taking a look at something in a different way and putting yourself out there for it. Uh, my favorite clients are the clients who are doing that entrepreneurial shift, uh, you know, the small manufacturers who are looking for the next level, those service providers who are looking to define their businesses. Uh, I, I love that enthusiasm and that energy. So as a writer, what was the first book that you ever read when you were growing up that either made you want to read a lot more or made you want to write? I, when I was younger, I was really very much that Stephen King kind of kid. And I think I have gone through six or seven different copies of The Stand. I have literally read the, this book to pieces. Uh, you know, I remember pulling like this hunk of it out of my bag going, yeah, I'll get the other hunk when I get home uh, over and over again. Just that depth of storytelling and the perspectives that come out. Um, it was definitely something that that I enjoyed. If you could interview Stephen King or be around him, what would you like to ask him? What kept you going? What from the from coming from a, an educational background, from writing things in the very beginning that obviously didn't take, you know, there's that ramp up, there's that novice state that everybody goes through. What was it that kept you going? And then when you hit that level, when you hit the level, capital T, capital L, what kept you going from there? Once you've achieved what everybody else sees as success, um, what keeps you moving forward? What's the inspiration to keep you writing? That's interesting because he is the, the locomotion that just won't stop. He's prolific. He's consistent. He's always got either a book or a show coming out. So... You know, and he's pretty he's pretty opinionated on Twitter about political situations that are clowny in our country. So there's there's a lot of things that go into him being very active. I think he's yeah, that 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 would be very interesting to know. Um, so of all of the clients that you've helped, I know there's a level of, you know, being anonymous. What's one of your favorite client success stories? I think I was working with an entrepreneur who was looking at different business models. So they had gotten their brick and mortar up. Um, they had got their client base up. And not only had they gotten their client base up, they had actually come out of the U.S. and gone down into Mexico to build their business in Mexico. And they were, were going from ground up. Um, and I think the reason this this individual is so inspiring for me or this this model was so inspiring for me is that when, as we work together there was a real wanderlust. There was a real love that was not being fulfilled. And we were able to work together to expand the business. Okay, so we have the brick and mortar, we have the clients, but we're also going to add travel. 
we are going to add guided travel based on the business model and we're going to take it to the next level. So it, it was really interesting just to see that process of unpacking and taking a little bit more of the passion because the passion was already in the brick and mortar, but taking a little bit more of that passion and, and taking that into a different spin and a different piece and, and watching that satisfaction and that business model take off. So of all of the things that you've accomplished in your career and your life up to this point, what are you the proudest of? I think it's been the climb. I I, I sit here and I, I think about, you know, was there one specific rung on that ladder that I was most pleased to hit? And I find myself always looking for that next rung, right? So I, I, I get that pleasure out of that climb. So I, I think the the biggest thing throughout my career has been the climb and moving into entrepreneurship. Oh, the, the rungs are further apart now. <laughs> the guy's a little bit harder. There's a little bit more resiliency that's got to go into that. Um, so yeah, that I think it's the climbing that ladder. It's finding the next thing. It's continuing the passion. How do I make it different? How do I make it more satisfying for not only myself, but for my clientele? So if you were if you were to move away from Canada to America, what would you miss the most about Canada and what would you look forward to in America? So what would I miss most about Canada? Um, it certainly wouldn't be the weather. Oh. <laughs> um, Canada has a, a, a sort of a laid back kind of vibe to it. We're, we're serious, but to a point. Um, and because we're so diverse from from coast to coast, I mean, um, I, I think a part of that diversity uh, is what I would miss. Uh, I, I mean, I chose to live in, in this particular city, in this particular community because of its diversity. So I think that's one of the things coming out of Canada that I would miss. Coming into the United States, I think, would be just that exposure to a new culture and a new way of thinking um, that, yes, we're, we have a very long border and we share and we're like, right close neighbors but i think there's there's a great difference between canadian philosophy and canadian being versus the american way of being and i think that would be interesting to to experience and explore yeah so cat everyone out there has a perception of you family friends clients but you ultimately run the show what's your perception of you who do you think you are huge question that that's deep we could <laughs> we could talk about this one for a while um <laughs> so <laughs> For me, I see myself very much as that go-getter. I'm very much at the at the front uh, of the the platoon, sort of leading the charge uh, into the battle, and that's where I enjoy being. You know, I enjoy rallying the troops and and getting it done and taking the next step and taking that next risk. Um, so that's kind of how I see myself. Would would everybody else see my see me that way? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but but I do like leading that rallying charge. What's that next thing? That what's the next hill? You know that we're going to take. So if anyone out there wants to get your book, Smart Conflict, they want to hire you, they want to learn more about you, any of the good business, what do they do? Best way to get a hold of me is through the website, www.smartconflictbook.com. Uh, all the details are there, not only on the book, but also on my organization, Oculus Inc., uh, which gives you all the details on uh, the mediation, the coaching, the conflict coaching, all that good stuff. So it's all there. I like it. Kat, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your story. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. 
Thank you so much for having me today, Joe. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Thank you.